0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Mike Sadita. Hello out there. Welcome to episode number 130 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Sedita. Today, I'm joined by the president, CEO of Moore Shelving, Brad Moore. Brad, how are you doing today? I'm good, Mike. How are you? I am doing Fantastic. Normally, I don't like to have guests on that look like uh, uh, Deadpool and like have this uh, <laughs> doppelganger for, uh, yeah. what is it, Ryan Reynolds, but yeah, I'll, I'll let it slide it. on this episode <laughs> having you on. We may, we may only put this on audio and not on video just to save okay. my face a little bit, All right. but I'm glad to have you on. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, I um, yeah, appreciate it. So <clears throat> just so you know a little bit about what the Good Neighbor podcast is, why we do what we do. In 2020, the Good Neighbor podcast was started as a way for business owners like you to tell the community what they're doing, what they have going on, because we had to be socially distant. And over the last four years, the Good Neighbor podcast has evolved into a national brand. We are in Denver and uh, Atlanta and Virginia and all over the US. I'm fortunate enough to be the person here in Tampa that gets to talk to business owners. So with that said, tell us a little bit about what is more shelving?
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, my business is uh, installing uh, pull-out or slide-out shelves in uh, kitchen cabinets and pantries or uh, bathroom cabinets. I mean, really any kind of cabinet where you might need um, a pull-out shelf. And uh, and if you're not familiar with those, um, it's basically just uh, drawers that I install into existing cabinets or pantries so that you you can easily just pull everything out and access it, organize it. Um, Yeah, it's all about just improving kitchen accessibility and organization.
0: So let me ask you this then: a couple, I I have a few questions on that. Number one, I mean, is your background in like carpet? Because I'm assuming some of this stuff has to be customized, right? As your background, yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, um, I I build all of it. I have a warehouse here in Tampa, uh, pretty close to Bush Gardens. Um, So uh, yeah, initially, um, so my dad started this business back in 2010, and um, I started helping out uh, in 2020. And uh, back then, um, we were just assembling all the shelves. Like you know, we'd go take the measurements for the cabinets, and then send them to suppliers, and they would send it to us all cut and dovetail, pre Yeah, yeah. We just build it in his garage. So there wasn't too much uh, woodworking or carpentry back then. But uh, yeah, a couple of years ago, uh, 2022, we started leasing a warehouse, and uh, that's when I bought all of the all of the woodworking equipment needed to to produce the shelves. Um, so yeah there is yeah a lot of a lot of woodworking involved um but uh yeah i i didn't start doing that until yeah, 2020 yeah
0: so let me ask you this you go into somebody's home and you see how their cabinets are are you using generally the same materials on your end or if i mean i don't even know what how cabinets come you know different mm-hmm. wood types are you wood type matching or is it this is the the the, the product we use and this is how we build it
1: uh, no, yeah, all of the shelves that I build are um, made with Baltic birch plywood. Um, it, a lot of, like, interiors of cabinets um, are Baltic birch, so it looks similar to the interiors, but the exteriors, you know, um, I mean, a ton of kitchen cabinets are, are white, you know, so it's going to look pretty different from that. Um, so, yeah, uh, I can, um, if, if someone wants, I can, like, contact a supplier and get different wood to maybe right. match um, but for yeah the most part um, it's all yeah baltic birch that I, I built these with.
0: So then the other question I have from that is I would think because this is really an efficiency I mean it's a it's an efficiency product I mean you're going in and you're basically making your kitchen life easier or simpler mm-hmm. or more you know what it convenient whatever you know you want to use but I don't think it would matter the the age of the home I you know because like, mm-hmm. are you kind of going in with someone, in an older home upgrades their cabinets or it, it doesn't matter what I wouldn't think it matters what type of stuff they have no no
1: no yeah I've done work from you know anything ranging from brand new to yeah I mean decades old um yeah it, it really doesn't matter um I can custom fit anything you know whatever kind of cabinet you have um yeah I mean I've done a lot of work in uh yeah brand new homes in Pasco like all the homes they're building out and like Land of Lakes, Wesley Chapel. I've yeah. done a lot of work
0: in new homes there. There is a lot. There's a lot. So, what, so from where are you guys? I mean, you said your your warehouse is near near um, Bush Gardens. Mm. Do you guys have a showroom where you show people this stuff, or do you have a catalog? How do you you have like a, a central mm. hub where you are? Um,
1: no, uh, no real showroom. It's uh, it's just yeah the warehouse there. Um, yeah, I don't really have anyone come visit me. I just do like the building. I just build all the shelves there and then bring it to their home. So um, no
0: one's coming to, to visit you, so are you, I mean, yeah. from a service area standpoint, are you from Sarasota to Spring Hill, or do you kind of stay just in Hillsborough? You mentioned Pasco, yeah. assuming you're there. Where, how far will you guys drive?
1: Yeah, um, I go all over, yeah, all over Pasco, uh, Hillsboro and uh, Pinellas, all three of those counties, um, occasionally. I might go outside of that, but for the most part, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, Pinellas, Hillsborough,
0: and Pasco. So you're going back and forth across a bunch of bridges, going back and forth to, yeah. to Pinellas. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, do a lot of driving, yeah. So uh, let
0: me ask you this. I mean, do you have a, a couple of crews that are doing installs, or is it is it you? Is your dad still involved? No, yeah, it's, it's just me.
1: Um, my dad will help out occasionally, but yeah, he retired last year. Um, so if there's some sort of tricky thing that I can't really do on my own, he'll, he'll help out. But for the most part, yeah, it's, it's just me for now. Um, eventually I might, you know, try to expand and hire some more people, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I've only been running it by myself since last, uh, June. So, you know, I'm not trying to rush and get too quickly. You know, I like, it's nice, uh, just doing it on my own, not having to like worry about, other people Sorry, up. So, so <laughs> take
0: me, yeah well i mean that's a whole other headache yeah. having crews and teams and all yeah. that insurance and vans and blah blah blah. Yeah. that's a whole other level of stuff but take me yep. through the process so someone how does the first point of entry someone call you where do they see you are you on facebook are you, you know where are they where are you that they you have this virtual showroom
1: yeah um so I, i've done advertising with like the home mag they get sent around um Mostly, it was mostly like Hillsborough. I think that that was distributed okay. to. Uh, I advertise on Google. Um, a lot of it's uh, just referrals, like you know, friends and neighbors. You know, someone gets their their cabinets done, and then they tell their neighbors, and then I get work from that. Um, I don't know. There's various other contractors okay. that like my dad made connections with, and, and they'll, they'll
0: bring, bring you in. And say, I'm yeah. I'm redoing the cabinets. You want to call Brad? He's going to yeah. make your kitchen more effective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Take me through the process. I call you. I live in I live in Epperson and I call you and I say, hey, I you know I heard about you through a friend of a friend. Yep. I want you to come. Do you make one trip out there, do all the measurements and kind of get what they customize, what they're looking to do? Or you tell them what you can do. I'm assuming there's a dialogue there. And then yep. you give them an estimate on the spot and they say mm-hmm. yes. And then they, I'm assuming you take it. Do you take a deposit to do materials yep. or how does, like what is the process and how long does a garden variety kitchen take?
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, they'll give me a call and um, yeah, I'll just chat briefly with them, get an idea of, of what they're looking for. And then yeah, I set up a time to do the quote. Uh, yeah. I'll go out, take measurements uh, you know, just go over different options, you know, different types of shelves we can do for them Um, just, yeah, figure out how many they want, which cabinets, uh, what's the best best situation for them. Um, And then, yeah, uh, if they want to put in the order, I I print out a quote and they can pay the deposit right then. Um, It would be like, yeah, 50% of the total. Um, So then at that point, uh, my lead times are typically two, three weeks. This is pretty normal. Um, So yeah, I'll, you know, I'll go back and Uh, build it and then give them a call maybe a week ahead of time and just let them know, Hey, it's ready. Uh, Are you going to be available next Tuesday or whatever? And then, yeah. Um, And then
0: you finish, you install it. They say, Hey Brad, it looks great. And then they give you the remaining 50% and you're done and that's it. And then you hope that they refer you to everybody. What Mm -hmm. is the, I'm thinking about my kitchen um, and where the messy parts are. I would think a pots and pans slide out. Is that probably a big one? Is there some sort of component to that? Or is that kind of like mm-hmm. like everybody else? Just yeah. throw it in where it goes, where I can fit it. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, pots and pans, it's normally like a standard uh, standard shelf. I mean, I can make like dividers and stuff for that. Um, but yeah, pots and pans, it's normally just a standard, standard shelf. Um, I do kind of tall divider bins for like, like baking pans and cutting boards and, you know, tall, like square gotcha. items. Um,
0: and your go to, like, what's the I'm, one when you go to somebody's house, it's always the one they need. Um,
1: Hmm. Ah, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I would say pantries, I think are a big one, especially yeah. for, like narrow, deep pantries. And it's just like, Impossible to get items out of the back, right? You so move, you're um, shuffling. Yeah, yeah. So that is is very common, and I mean, it would just be just standard or maybe deep shelves for that, um, right? Yeah, that's that's very common. Um, I mean, I do a lot of uh, so you know you see a lot of cabinets like large cabinets that have like a post in the middle of them, right? Uh, like the doors converge on. Uh, so um, with those, I'll typically cut that post and like reattach it to the door. Um, and that gives them a lot more uh, Oh, so when
0: the door closes, the post appears. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of attached to the door instead of sitting there stationary.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just yeah, I make two small cuts. So it's hard to even tell unless you're looking at it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I got gotcha. you. Cool. That's cool. cool. Yeah. And I mean that you lose just a lot of storage if you leave that post in there. And it's always in the way. So that's something I do all the time. That really, really improves storage. Um,
0: uh, so I yeah. don't want to... I don't want to brag about my woodworking skills, but since I have this platform, I will do a little bit of a brag. So in high school, in 10th grade, my shop teacher, Bob Concato, helped me build a drop leaf table for my parents for Christmas. Now my 10th grade, Christmas of my 10th grade was probably December 1987. So we're talking a thousand years ago that I made this table (laughs) And wouldn't you know, I've moved from New Jersey to Atlanta to Tampa, multiple stops in each location. And if we had a remote camera right now, I could take you into my TV room. And that drop-leaf table is still together, still works perfectly. (laughs) The caveat is it's literally the only woodworking thing I've ever made. Everybody (laughs) had a birdhouse and wood shop and everything else. I shot for the fences in December of 87 and I never looked back. I might drop and walk away from the woodworking. (laughs) So now that I've I've put it out there, I mean, if you're looking for somebody to expand, I'm not saying I'm the guy, but I do have some skills that I might be able to help you out with. All right. Yeah, I'll keep that
1: in mind. Keep it in mind. You
0: don't got to make any decisions (laughs) here when we just, it's in the atmosphere. So. When you are not, you know, driving all over Hillsborough, Pasco, and Pinellas and, and, mm-hmm. and working on people's cabinets and making them more efficient and enjoying yeah. their kitchen more. What do you like to do for fun?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I do. Uh, I do woodworking uh, as a hobby sometimes. Um, like I just moved into a new apartment a couple months ago. So I've made like uh, an end table, uh, like nice headboard with like attached um, like nightstands to it. I just made a bar cart recently. Um so yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I like to do woodworking as a hobby. Um, oh, I don't know. I like cooking. I like to bake bread, um, exercise. Um, let's see. I don't know. Have travel seen, every now
0: and then. Ha, yeah. will you watch that. I'm sorry. I cut you off.
1: Oh, I travel every now and then. OK.
0: All right. Well, you own your own business. So the yeah. more you get into it, probably the less you're going to travel because yeah. there's not enough hours in the day to get away for a week. You're going to have to tell everybody about put the wood away for a week and go away. Have, yeah, yeah. Do you ever see these videos on Instagram? I don't know if you're on what social media platforms you're on, but sure. there is this one thing on Instagram. I watch these guys. They make desks mm-hmm. and they do it like they take old pieces of wood. They bore it out. They pour stuff in it to give it color, and then they do this lacquer over it. Do you know these videos that I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, like the uh, epoxy, like river tables. Oh,
0: it's so cool. I love those things. I can't imagine lifting one. Like, I watched them install one on one of those videos. That stuff is super cool. I think that's going to be the next project in your apartment. Forget an end table, Brad. Come on, we need to step up the game. We need like a Game of Thrones throne room table that would be yeah, key yeah. that would be good all
1: right yeah I mean I, I might make myself a new uh, computer desk sometime this year so yeah I might might do something like that hey. that could be pretty
0: pretty sweet yeah it always blows my mind watching them I, I also listen woodworking so we're gonna get on woodworking I watched a guy they showed over six months he built out of wood a Bentley a Rolls-Royce Bentley for his kid as a go-kart wow. and when they do the <laughs> I mean, just the way he did it, like the way he dovetailed the wood to connect it. And if anybody's listening to this, I know I'm getting super technical because I did build a table and wood shop (laughs) in 1987. But the dovetail is like that interlocking cut of the wood. Mm -hmm. So when you put them together, they're they're, they're locked in a little bit more secure. This thing was legit, like on the road, rims and tires. And it was the coolest looking thing. I can watch that stuff. (laughs) Like I get lost in it like a rabbit hole. I start watching it
1: yeah 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 um yeah i mean i'm I'm still pretty new to woodworking i'm not ready to do something like that all right well um but yeah um but have you ever built
0: a drop leaf table have you ever done that i have not no you got me all right well yeah. <laughs> when I when I come to work for you, we could talk about maybe maybe I, I maybe mean, I'll show you how I did it. It was a whole big thing, but we'll we'll get mm-hmm. into that another time. Mm-hmm. So so you for your you work in a living doing woodworking. Your hobbies are woodworking. You like to travel. What about like what part of town do you live? Are you in Pasco?
1: Uh, no, I, I just moved uh, to uh, Ybor City. Actually.
0: Oh, uh, uh-huh, okay. So you're down there. So you're you're still. Uh, so you have a nightlife. You have like a social life of what you're you know doing. a
1: little bit. You know, good
0: to right. hang out with all. Well, you, shit you look like around. Ryan Gosling, so the, the social yeah. life can't be too <laughs> terrible. Um, what are you? So, like now, your dad was your dad always like a, a craftsman. Was he that guy? He was like Bob Vila. No, no, not really. Um, no, he. Um, uh, he, he kind of took over his
1: dad's business, which was like totally different. It was, um, oh. it was called Juno. It was like this big, like industrial pipe business over in Lakeland. Um, but they got bought out and then my dad retired and then he like started a few different businesses. And so the pullout shelves was just like one of the businesses that he he started, but, uh, that's the one that he stuck with the longest, um, so he initially started doing it. It was like a, a franchise, like pull out shelf company, which was based in Arizona. Right. So he like learned from them, like he went to like a whole like seminar or whatever and got trained and, and whatnot. So um, that's when he got started. And yeah, that was back in 2010. So, uh, so no, he, he didn't really uh, teach me too much crafty stuff. Growing All, right. Up. All right. Yeah. yeah. So
0: that's more of an entrepreneur business guy looking yeah. for the venture that's, that's profitable like that you know like, mm-hmm. a, like not like a roofing company where you need storage space upon storage space for shingles yeah I know you said you have a warehouse but mm-hmm. it's, it's probably a little bit of machinery and some materials right I mean you don't have yeah. a you don't have like 20,000 square feet of warehouse space
1: no no not close no it's my warehouse is about uh, 1,000 about a 1, thousand square feet um, yeah I mean I have you know uh table saw, miter saw station, a ducting right. machine, um, big air compressor. Um, and then yeah, all the, like the Baltic birch that I used to build the shelves. Right.
0: So, all right. So that's cool. So, I mean, your dad sounds like, you know, a smart businessman. Like he, mm-hmm. he found something that was not overly, uh, you know, like costly in materials and doesn't mm-hmm. require a big space. And yeah, the way businesses are now, I mean, you don't need a big showroom anymore. I mean, maybe if yeah. you're a, maybe if you're a tiling, a, you know, a a tile company that needs to show right. yeah. 60,000 things that people need to touch, but you have really generally one set of materials, a small warehouse, a couple of pieces of machinery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's great. I mean, that's, I always love hearing from business owners that do that. And then you obviously saw the value in it to mm-hmm. the point where you said, Hey, look, you've been doing this 10 years. Let me take it over. You want to retire and do it. Wow. Do you, um do you start to think about like a five year plan? Like would you like to, at some point have you know, two or three crews out at a time and generating some business that way?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely something down the road uh, I'm going to, to look into. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if I have a specific timeline for it. I mean, uh, I would want to build up just more, I would say capital before I yeah. go, you know, hiring a bunch of people. Um, but uh, yeah, that is something down the road I, I would like to do. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's a pretty... Physically demanding job, you know. It's not something I'm going to be able to do forever. Like, right. you know, the installations can be pretty grueling sometimes if it's a big one. So, uh, you know, eventually I would, you know, definitely need some help. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I have a, a specific timeline for that. But yeah,
0: yeah. So then you brought up something there, like obviously there there's different levels to jobs. Mm-hmm. Is there in your head, like, like what's the the biggest job you've done? Like, and, and when you measure size, I mean, you talk about like the square footage or the number of cabinets, like mm-hmm. when you walk into a house and it's a 16,000, like when you walk into Derek Jeter's house on mm-hmm. Davis Island and you see this, yeah. you know, 2000 square foot kitchen, mm-hmm. are you like, holy crap, I'm, I'm in trouble here. Or like, what's the biggest yeah. one you've ever done? And is it cabinets or is it square footage that you're measuring stick?
1: Um, I would say uh, probably number of cabinets and just the labor involved in each one. Um, Like if I have to do a bunch of those post removals, that's pretty, pretty time consuming to do those. So if I have to do like, you know, half a dozen of those for one job, yeah, it's going to take a while. Um, And uh, I don't know, pantries can be pretty difficult. Like, um, you know, like drywall pantries with like the bifold doors and the wire shelves. Those are never square. They're always just wonky like you know the back might be half an inch narrow i had a triangle
0: i had a triangle yeah. pantry walked <laughs> yeah. into a door and it was like Willy wonka's chocolate factory it just yeah. ended in the middle as you kept going down it
1: yeah yeah that's not uncommon so those are a big pain that that'll that's like an all-day thing if i have to do one of those bifold pantries um so yeah it's more just um you know the labor involved in installing them and yeah the number of cabinets right uh, so uh uh, I don't know. I did a really big one in like Clearwater Beach a few months back. Um, it was like all the, the kitchen, multiple bathrooms. Uh, yeah, big fold pantry. Wow. Um, so that that was like a, I think three. I had to go back like three times, I think total, to to do that one. So, that so was, yeah,
0: when the- you take the deposit from somebody and you you build the materials and you call mm-hmm. them and say, hey, I'm going to be out there in a week. Do you no. say to them, please clean out your pantry? Or do you, are you going there and cleaning out their pantry for them?
1: Uh, they normally yeah, uh, they normally do that for me. Yeah, every now and then, they'll forget, I guess. Or leave the bother, dog
0: food you know. everywhere and leave cans yeah. of Campbell's <laughs> soup everywhere. And you're like yeah, doing their yeah. grocery shopping for them before you get to work.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, the vast majority of time, the people will clear it out. But yeah, occasionally, I have to
0: do it for them. Oh, I gosh. Know. The things we run into. So let me ask you this, Brett, as we start to wind this up, what Mm. is the one thing, someone listening to this, what do they need to know about more shelving that they're going to go? Yeah. We need to use these guys. We need to, we need to Mm. give Brett a call.
1: Yeah. Um, well, yeah, like I said, uh, this is all done locally by me and uh, my lead times are, are pretty quick. Um, you know, the, my main competitors are like national companies that, um, uh, you know, they take a lot longer and, um, they're far more expensive. You know, I would say if anyone's gotten a quote from uh, like Shelf Genie is, is my main competitor and we're kind of blown away by the price, like, um, you know, I my quotes are typically like maybe a quarter of what they quote. So I would say, you know, if, uh, yeah, if you're turned off by that, you know, I have much more reasonable prices and faster lead times um, and just it's a great product for your kitchen. If you're in the kitchen a lot, and you know, especially, I mean, a lot of my customers are older, and you know, just getting down and like getting stuff out of the backs of their cabinets is just a huge issue for them. They might not be able to do it. So, uh, yeah, if if you have issues accessing and organizing your kitchen, um, this can be very, very helpful. Um, and it looks nice, and um, yeah, uh, it's just a really, really useful product if if you need
0: help with getting your kitchen organized. You know. And, and we'll include we'll include this information in the podcast when we produce it. But what's the best way to reach you? I, I have cabinets that are a mess. I need that center bar cut out. I have yeah. the whole thing that needs to be done. How do I get a hold of you the best way?
1: Yeah. Um, so I have a website. Uh, it's uh, more shelving com. That's M.O.O.R.E. So it's kind of a pun, you know, more shelving. Um, but, yeah, it's my yeah, my last name. More M.O.R.E. Shelving com. That's a great way you can submit a form there. And just, yeah, give me your, your contact info and a good idea of, you know, what you have in mind. Um, you can also call me. Um, that number is on my website as well. Um, uh, I don't know. Are you going to, I think you said you're going to give it out. You I can give
0: it out. Know. Give it out. All I'll right. give it out. We'll give it out a couple times.
1: Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. My number, if you just want to call me, it would be 813-241-7381. Uh, um, so, yeah, those those are the best ways, either the website or just
0: give me a call. So folks, if you're listening to the podcast, you're watching it here on YouTube, or you're uh, listening on whatever platform you're listening on, Brad Moore is the president of Moore Shelving. Uh, he's obviously funny because he has a pun in his name of his website, mooreshelving.com. Uh, you can always reach him directly at 813-241-7381. Contact him today if you're just looking for something that's going to be uh, you know, efficient and effective, make your life easier. There are so many things out there that you can try to do. If you've gotten sticker shock from the big competitor national chain, use a local business, family rundown, family from generation to generation. Uh, Contact Brad. Brad, thank you so much for being on the Good Neighbor podcast. And thank you so much for being a good neighbor. You have a great day. Yeah, thanks. You too, Mike. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, PASCO. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to GNPPASCO.com. That's GNPPASCO.com or call 813-922-3610.